The official count for the 2022 Fiji polls is now well underway and there are early signs incumbent Prime Minister Frank Bainimarama could lead his Fiji First Party to form a government for a third consecutive term. That's unless the numbers shift significantly towards its major rivals, the People's Alliance Party, the National Federation Party and Sedelpa, when the final results start to trickle in. For other smaller parties and independents, it's looking very unlikely any of them will reach the 5% threshold needed to get into Parliament. Joining me to talk more about some of the provisional results we have on hand is political commentator and academic Shailendra Singh, who's the head of the University of the South Pacific's journalism program. Welcome on Pacific Waves, Dr. Singh. The much-anticipated polling day has now come and gone as we await the official results. What are some of the key points we can draw on? Uh, thank you, Corey. Yes, it, it has been an interesting election, not to mention a vital one. Counting, I believe, is ongoing, but most of the results are in. As of now, Fiji First, which is the ruling party, is the ruling is the leading party. The results, as far as the results that are in now, Fiji First is the leading party. An incumbent prime minister, Bainimarama, the country's most popular politician. Uh, so far, he has, this is Bainimarama, 32% of the total vote, and his closest rival, this is the former prime minister, Sidiweni Ramboka, has just over 16%. So you can see the gap is quite significant as of now. And this is after counting at nearly 60% of the polling stations. So, as of early this morning, Fiji First has 46% of the total votes, while the People's Alliance Party, which is Rambuka's party, has 33%. So, Fiji First is very close to the threshold to form government. Uh, not there yet, but very close to it. And people are saying uh, that Fiji First has virtually won this election. Uh, the key thing is, so far, if you look at the results that have been released, that is available as of now, uh, so far, Fiji First has not reached the majority threshold, which is 50% plus, right? It's close to, close to the threshold, but not quite there yet. Uh, once the results are fully counted, then we'll know. As I was saying, counting is ongoing, uh, but there are no, no more provisional. You cannot see any more provisional results. And uh, for Fiji First, I think the most important thing is that it attains the majority threshold. 50% plus, right? If not, what will happen is it will need a partner to form a multi-party government. But as I was saying, it is almost inevitable that Fiji First will form government. Uh, the third leading party is the National Federation Party, and they have scored just over 9% of the vote so far. Uh, the People's Alliance Party and the National Federation Party have a partnership. Uh, but even if you combine their tally as it stands now, it is still below Fiji First, right? So we've got now we've got three parties in Parliament, Fiji First, People's Alliance, the National Federation Party. The fourth party that could end up in Parliament, once counting is complete, is the Social Democratic Liberal Party. At the last count, they were just short on the 5% threshold to enter Parliament. On Sunday, when the final results are announced, uh, then we will have more clarity and things might or might not change. Uh, one of the perplexing things about this election is the low voter turnout, right? This is the lowest voter turnout, just over 50%. This is the lowest voter turnout of all three elections held under the 20, 
13 constitution. And this is despite, you know, perfect weather, free transport, and multitude of polling stations. So this is one of the questions the parties will be asking themselves, as well as the Fiji Elections Office, as, as to why was the voter turnout so low compared to the two previous elections. Uh, by some of the commentaries I've been reading, the low voter turnout in Sambuca and his People's Alliance Party the hardest. Now, all of the, all of the figures, obviously, we're talking about here for our listeners who are unfamiliar with Fiji, uh, the provisional results that are released overnight, uh, the night of the close of polling, and now we're seeing on the, if you're following the Fiji Elections uh, Office app, the official count is starting to tick over, and that's the one that will come out on Sunday. Now, what are some of the likely scenarios with, with regards to a formation of government if, if Fiji First aren't able to breach that 50% and form government alone? Uh, what you have said, Corey, is correct. I think we need to make that clarification. We are discussing provisional results, but they are quite telling so far. Now, it is very likely, it is highly likely that Fiji First will get the majority vote. Uh, if so, it forms government on its own because it's only about four, four percentage points away from the majority, uh, from the 50% threshold. Uh, so if Fiji First gets the majority vote, it forms government on its own. Otherwise, it will have to govern in a coalition. And that's a new experience, a new experience because in its previous two terms, Fiji First ruled on its own. Uh, now, that's something Fiji First will be very keen to continue. Now, if Fiji First is unable to get the 50% threshold, unlikely as it may seem, uh, it will have to govern in a coalition. And that would be a new experience because in its previous two terms, Fiji First ruled on its own. The interesting thing is that both the National Federation Party and the People's Alliance, the only two other parties in Parliament uh, so far from the provisional results, they have said that they cannot work with Fiji First. So that leaves Sodelpa as the most likely partner for Fiji First. That is if they make the 5% threshold. Now, if indeed Sodelpa enters Parliament and joins it, would be a strange pairing. And this is because Fiji First stands for multiracialism and one nationhood. This is a major platform for their party. On the other hand, if you look at Sodelpa, uh, for them, indigenous rights come first and foremost. And this is the reason often first answer them, but they don't see how do I in Parliament. And there's a major debate and disagreement in Parliament. In fact, Sodelpa has more in common with the People's Alliance, if not for major personal differences and animosities between the two parties. Uh, as you know, the People's Alliance is an offshoot of Sodelpa, formed by Rambuka and its breakaway group. And in its first election, the People's Alliance has replaced Sodelpa as the major indigenous party. Indigenous Fijian Party, right? They have garnered the most support, it would seem, amongst the indigenous population. Whereas Sodelpa, the second largest party in parliament, the last election, is still struggling to get into parliament. Uh, the irony here is that these divisions in the opposition ranks and fragmentation of votes have played a major part in the Fiji First Party's win, right? So even a common enemy was not enough unite the opposition parties. Uh, at this late stage, the People's Alliance and the National Federation Party seem to have very slim chance of forming government, if any chance at all. It's unlikely they can, that they can match, let alone beat, 
Given the issues that we've seen um, uh, with the uh, Fiji Elections app, which sparked some complaints now from the challenger parties to the incumbent government, um, and also given the, the, as you say, the mismatch between the perfect conditions for high voter turnout and the low voter turnout stats and the, and the perceptions, as you're saying, that the low voter turnout um, has hurt the challenger parties more. Is is there, what, what are, I guess, the likelihood of instability off the back of the official results? Okay, so, yeah, in fact, you know, you're right, there seems to be a major dispute over the results looming, and that would have some people concerned. Uh, Rambuka is up in arms because before the glitch, you know, there was a glitch in the uh, vote, 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 vote counting app, before the glitch, the People's Alliance was leading. And uh, one of the unknown candidates, which was a bit strange, had secured a disproportionately high number of votes. And this is what alerted, I think, the Fiji Elections Office to something that might not be quite right in the app. Now, so they took the, the app down. Uh, in a press conference today, Lambuka said he would write to the Army Commander and the President's Office. Right, was he's disputing the results before the app was brought down, before it was closed, uh, his People's Alliance Party was leading, as I would say. Now, besides writing to the commander and the president's office, Rambuka also has the option of the court of disputed returns, right, which has, I think, a maximum of 21 days to reach a verdict. Uh, what he and the challenger parties need to do is produce evidence to prove their case. Okay, so that's all that can be said about the dispute as of now because, you know, the Fiji laws are quite strict on casting any kind of expression on the integrity of the electoral process. So I really can't say anything more. I don't have the qualification. I know the evidence to come make more comments on this. Uh, with regards to any instability, right now, as I speak, everything is nice and calm. You know, everyone's going about their business in the normal way. And uh, we hope nothing happens to disturb the peace in Fiji. So far, everything is looking okay, everything is looking good. So hopefully nothing untoward happens and uh, there will be no major problems.